Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. It's been a bit of a shit show financially in the world over the past uh, months. (laughs) And what was interesting is initially... We've been talking about this for a while. So initially when shit started to crumble, I wasn't so surprised. However, when shit started to really crumble, I was like, oh, I didn't realize. You know, and I think there's always something to hear something and then to actually see it happening are two entirely different things. Sometimes it's the same, but sometimes it's very different. But what I find confusing about it is that money isn't really something we can live without. No, it's so inextricably linked to our survival because... It's why of the three tent poles that we've talked about, the three tent poles of separation, it's the one that will take the longest and many generations to really, I don't know, I don't think heal is the right word. It would just be to unfold and sort of transform. What's really interesting is that we really have, I mean, obviously, because it's a part of separation, we have such a polar view of money. We either hold it in complete regard, as in we worship it, or we treat it with incredible disregard. We really do not have a respectful relationship to money, right? It's really one or the other because of polarity. It's Which is never crazy been considering able... that money is effectively energy. Abundance is energy, right? Yeah. No, but what I mean is you work, so you put your own energy into something. Yeah. You get money as a result. Yeah. So you're trading your energy for money. And then mm-hmm. you want to go buy something, so yes. you're giving it. So effectively yeah. money is you. Yeah, it really is. But again, in (laughs) but again, because of separation and polarity, we don't have a healthy relationship to it because we don't have a healthy relationship to ourselves. And so however we treat money is pretty much how we choose to treat ourselves. We don't respect ourselves. So we disregard it or we hold it in such high regard that like, you know, suddenly we're so damn special and everything we do is so damn special, but in, in, in a toxic way. Right. Mm. So either way, you're never going to win with money. And that's really why that tent pole has been so difficult to really have its own reckoning. Because it's our reckoning. It is. It is so personal, but we keep externalizing it. Right. Which is why right now it keeps seesawing, you know, the economies and like most places, it's just up and down, up and down, up and down, because we're not really seeing what needs to be done in order to ultimately transform it. But also what's interesting is that all the kind of little bits of toxic stuff is coming out. Like, so for example, you know, when people are talking about digital money and how people can Mm. control how you spend, yeah, people have always been able to control how you spend. Oh yeah. Like all this stuff. We just don't realize it. It's just all this stuff is coming into our faces. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it feels so familiar is because it's already happening. But the reason why it feels so scary is because we're having to face it. Yeah, because that means we have to face our survival. And how am I going to survive on less? Or how am I going to survive when someone's not controlling me? Mm -hmm. Is it easier for me to conform so I can keep the life I have? Yeah. Or do something different and no one really wants to do something different it's really unfortunate when i say this and again like the previous episode it's not meant to be doomsday but because we are really going to struggle with this reckoning until we can really face it internally and how in our own relationship with money and as you said because it's energy it's our energy how we create it and how we use it has often really been again to assuage our karmic issues 
to live out our FOMO, which could have to do with our karma. It's our ego's need for validation. There are a lot of spiritual people who do understand that money is sort of like not everything. So it is really easy for them to spend a lot because they're like, they have that kind of like existential relationship too, where they're like, it's fine. There'll just be more to come. But that also- That's kind of how- It's true. But that also lands us in a bit of hot water because like in the previous episode, which was the episode that sets us up for these next several episodes- as we always know, that's, that gets us into hot water because we're also not facing our reality, which is we live in this world. This world is governed by separation. It's governed by these tent poles. And so... They are coming down, but not yet. They are coming down, but we also need to make sure that we are flexible enough and in flow enough that we can manage our lives without sort of creating this stress for ourselves. I have, I don't have, Right. Or where's where's more money coming from? Yes, it always comes, but does is it really healthy for me, even as a spiritual person, to always hold this idea that it's coming? I don't know where doesn't really work either. Because again, that's that's out of your power. Exactly. Whereas if I work hard, like yeah, no, I get what you're saying. But if I know that I'm in the constant, if if I'm in a continual process of creating my abundance, there's it's always going to be there. But part of that is also having that respectful relationship with money. Yeah. Because right. you have to have a respectful relationship with yourself. Exactly. And coming yeah. into harmony with that. Oh. So shit's going to keep happening around money and around the economy until it falls apart so that we face all the polarities that have underpinned this particular tentpole and have helped it stay in power. So we're just going to keep seeing all the polarities that underpin this tentpole keep getting stretched, which means it's going to be crisis after crisis after crisis in order for us to have that particular reckoning around this. It's interesting because when I was doing this outline, I never really understood what the particular, there were very specific polarities that underpinned this temple. I was about to ask what they were. So they're the have and have nots. They're the, it's abundance and lack, prosperity and austerity, and recompense and loss. I have so much, I have nothing. Mm -hmm. I was born with it. I'll never have it. I have to count my pennies so I'm stuck. Or I have everything I need so I can go nuts. Mm -hmm. You've stolen from me, so you have to give it back to me. Yeah, which is effectively entitlement. And that's entitlement is is really one of the most toxic attitudes and behaviors that we can adopt around money. Mm. Because it's what keeps us in a sort of stagnant state around abundance. And I don't know if you'd appreciate this point, but manifestation actually helps create entitlement. Yeah. Which is what makes it so toxic it's because i've done i've done uh i've done this work why am i not getting this cash or whatever i should have and we don't just mean like work work as in Mm. you know i'm laboring and therefore that can be part of it my subconscious where is the money exactly therefore there's something wrong with me because i didn't get it yeah and that level of toxicity is actually worse than just working hard and then just wondering where your money went Because it's the, like, then the universe should be giving it to me. It should be working out this way. Mm. So I don't know, I thought that was a really interesting fact. That, no, that no, that is interesting. It is mm-hmm. interesting because actually the more I think about it, we have that naturally. And I think that's the difference. Like, that bit, that's the spoiled bit, right? Because mm-hmm. I think there is a fine line between money will always come yeah. and having a chilled relationship to it yes. or a comfortable relationship with yes, it, a respectful relationship mm-hmm. to it, and an entitled one. Which a lot of spiritual people have adopted. The, well, that's like, the difference between respecting and not, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for God's work. It should be happening. Why isn't this happening? 
Yeah. I've prayed so much. Why isn't it happening? Well, because you're not actually living in this world and creating things that people can buy. Exactly. And that's really ultimately the point is how honest can you really be about your role in all of this? And this how honest can you game? be about avenues to actually make money? Mm-hmm. I can't, what do I expect? Like, what do people expect? Like someone's just going to come along and go, well, here is a winning lottery ticket because you wrote a really good Instagram post. So individually and collectively, we will all be facing at least one of these polarities when you've done a lot of all that work you know your karmic growth process and your evolution and you've killed the ego blah blah all of your relationships match that internal harmony right including money and when you can do it from that space of just i have a harmonious relationship with money i know when to spend it i know not to i know when there's something i really want that maybe is coming in a couple months i may not know exactly what it is but i get the sense that i'm going to need some money for it so maybe i won't put the 10 pounds that I was going to put on a lottery ticket to that. Yeah. It's not hoarding. It's not saying rainy day. It's just knowing that I'm in flow now and every little bit I do, it's going to always further my ultimate goal. Effectively, we have that reckoning and it's going to be with those polarities. What's lucky is that Lebanon's done all of this. So I know. All this stuff, like my mom's like, my mom's like, oh, apparently they're having rolling blackouts. They are very stressed. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> you know, exactly. It's like, <laughs> apparently they're worried about the banks. Lol. <laughs> I'm like, she's like, she's just like, seen it fucking all. Like, exactly. Whatever. Exactly. And the thing is, and that's the beauty of this karmic work is at some point when you've done all that personal reckoning, you've seen it all. You're like, I'll survive this. It's fine. Yeah. And when you can listen to yourself, when you're that empowered, you know exactly what to do for yourself. You know what's enough. Part of being honest is also taking responsibility for the way the world is right now, exactly. the way the earth is right now. Mm-hmm. That is partly because of our relationship to greed and money. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to get on that plane and go to that sunny place. But at the same time, when we're constantly doing things from this place of lack mm-hmm. rather than joy, we always need more, 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 more because it's an empty hole. You can't fill, yeah. you can't fill lack until it's abundant. It doesn't work that way. No, that's not you how You keep moving works. the bar higher and higher and higher because yeah. if you don't think you're good enough, you're never going to be good enough mm-hmm. until you shift that perspective. So it's this constant usage. Mm-hmm. We don't get to a point where like, I'm good for now. Yeah. I've reached the top of my yeah. mountain. And the only time we yeah. don't go on holidays all the time, let's say, rather, you know, it's, if you go on holidays all the time, it's because you've got loads of money. If you've got no, you don't go on holiday, you've got no money. You know what I mean? And it becomes this like haves, have not thing, the polarity thing that you're talking about. Yeah. And so it's just, it's just all very toxic and gross. It is. And what makes this even more toxic and gross is the fact that when there are particular people or entities that control these resources right for greed and money for greed and money and power and influence that dictate how the rest of the people live Mm. or how others live they profit off of increasing dependence Mm. and so if we're living from the place of lack from fomo from have not if we're living from any place of unhealed karma and pain we will never be able to fully extricate ourselves from that level of dependency Mm. yeah and look you've Mm. got to do what you've got to do in order to provide for your family and provide oh. for yourself and oh this is not a criticism at no, all about how people no, go no, about and that's earning what saying. not at not all, all. No. and at the end of the day it's like yes there are people right now and there are many people and there'll be increasingly more people who are worried about where their next meal will, will come mm-hmm. from who are having to make decisions about whether they heed their home or feed their children and these are not decisions i would want to make mm-hmm. but what i'm what i'm criticizing here is a much more expanded level of we have been using money 
to deal with the fact that we don't think we're good enough Mm -hmm. for so long, this is the result. Yeah. And all of these systems are set up in a way to constantly reinforce that belief, right? Yeah. And profit off of that belief. Yeah. When it comes to how to save the earth, there's no perfect solution that is about the earth because it's effectively about us. Can we yeah. come into harmony with ourselves enough that we can respect ourselves, therefore we can respect everything around us? Exactly. From our resources and how we acquire money, how we create money, and how do we end up creating abundance? Yeah? yeah. So effectively, our as our relationship to money transforms, and as we enter 5D, it's less about quote-unquote wealth, and it's about abundance. And as we've shared, I think somewhere, maybe just in a book, abundance actually does not have to do with money no. or currency. No. Right? Although because it's energy and as we've just said, money is energy, it's it is also We like, will always yeah. we will be experiencing it often through money and currency. But it doesn't but, have to do and this is just for anyone else who was wondering because I've asked this to you as a side note once. It also doesn't have to do with relationships. It's not like I'm so abundant in like all the men who want me. <laughs> That's not a thing. Okay. I thought it could be. It is not. Just FYI. Thank you. So ultimately, in 5D, abundance is for all. And that's the beauty of 5D is once we're able to get there individually, we can really start to experience that flow. But in order to get to be in harmony with ourselves, you have to eschew FOMO. Yeah. And you actually have to have goals which are purpose-based rather than money-based. As in like, for example, I know I have enough money. If I need something for my joy, I have enough money for it. Okay. If I need something to cover up the fact that I'm worried or I'm scared, I won't. Right. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And the final piece is just knowing when enough is enough. Well, the thing is, it's not about hoarding. No. And so when we say, you know, I'll be fine when I have X amount in my bank account. Yeah, bullshit. I'll be fine if I have this amount in my crypto account. I'll be fine if, you know, when whenever we're putting this sort of... When if, only the if. when if, that's, only that, if. That's FOMO. That's yeah, shame. Exactly. And it's expectation. Mm. Whatever it is, it's not no. abundant and it's no. not 5D. It's not harmony. No. Because it's, it's also attaching a certain significance and certainty to something external. Yeah. Like this will buy me peace. This will buy me X, Y, Z things that yeah. will bring me peace, yeah. right? Yeah. And so we keep holding on. Mm. But we do this quite naturally because we've existed in these kind of 3D hierarchical structures, right? That's, well, that's what, what these tentacles are. Right? Yes. Even as a kid, when my nephew wants to want something because he's like, oh, I really want this toy. He has to ask auntie for it. You know, like we've always had this kind of bartering relationship with getting what we want, but we have to pay something for it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Exactly. And, it's, and it's not just money that we do. It's everything. It's everything. We were talking in the last episode about relationships and mm-hmm. conflict and things like that, but we always have been taught that everything comes at a price. Exactly. And so how can we expect our relationship to money to be any more healthy But literally every one of our relationships, we're taught that something comes at a price. Mm -hmm. We're taught that compromise and sacrifice are the way forward. Mm -hmm. When I think about how when I started my life in the working world and what I was taught, it was you struggle, you hate your job, you're miserable. You pay your dues. Yeah. And then you get what you want. We are constantly taught that. And so how can we expect to come to a different mindset around money when actually everything is currency? And everything we're doing is we're giving it away and we're giving ourselves away or we're compromising it or we're ruining it or we're damaging it or we're we're fucking it up left, right and center. And then we expect our relationship to money to be healthy. 
we're all doing it and we're all playing in this. Right. right. We are all somewhere in that sort of hierarchical ladder yeah. of these tent poles, right? It doesn't yeah. matter which tent pole it is. We're yeah. all somewhere on it and we're all attached to it. And with the money one, with the economy, it is really seemingly for our survival. Mm. And in such a way that... Well, so is everything de- else, by the way. But if we detach mm. to some degree, right? But this is the one where well, it's, it's like, like really, like really food real. and Right, exactly. But, if, but the sooner we can detach ourselves enough from this ladder, right, from this place in this hierarchy, the better off we'll be. So the sooner we can tell ourselves when enough is enough, the sooner we can actually start to pursue our bliss. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.